deep, poetic. Uh, I shed a few tears. I didn't think that it would affect me so emotionally. My God. Wow. My favorite, uh, my favorite line, and I know this is, um, I don't want to start the show off in, in, in such a somber, deep, philosophical uh, you know, tone, but it really was just, it, it just took me, I had to write it down. Uh, this is uh, from one of the lyrics from that song you just played there. Uh, here it goes. Uh, I know you eaten ass, don't ask me for a kiss. That was beautiful. <laughs> My, wow. Whoa. Did you study Shakespeare at Juilliard? Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, girl. Well, I think we can all just feel what he's talking about there, you know? That's oh, that's a chick. <laughs> so, uh, we're canceled. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> is this one of them turfs I've been hearing about? or? Uh... <laughs> oh, this is, oh, yeah, dude, this is a tough-looking chick, dude. Gorilla? I mean, Glorilla is her name. Glorilla, wow. Glorilla is one of the six best new artists that you could vote for for the VMAs coming up September 12th. That was a chick? I thought that rapper there was talking a lot about uh, getting their dick sucked. No, no, they're talking about getting their pussy sucked. Didn't you hear... What was the one, my favorite line was something about, uh... I couldn't really understand a lot I of what to, they were Yeah, saying. it's hard to understand <laughs> it, but be... it was like, I want to stay on your tongue like a new flavor of bubblegum. Oh, yeah. This is very good stuff. I like it. It's funny that uh, Ben Shapiro, you know, had a heart attack over, uh, what, what was it, wet-ass pussy? WAP, Wop. I believe. <laughs> yes. Still racist. <laughs> But, uh, you know, what ass pussy was a huge deal for Ben Shapiro and all the people over at, you know, Daily Wire. But they, have they heard of this? This one, I, I hope somebody check on, check on Ben Shapiro. Is he all right? <laughs> Can't imagine. Maybe that's why he's growing that beard. Oh, that was it. That's what it was. Don't want to feel your teeth and soften up your tongue all over his breath. Like pussy flavored gum. Wow, yeah. This is good stuff, man. It's for the kids. Folks, it's for the kids. It's for the kids. You know? Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, man. Smoking on his pack, you know this pussy fat. Looking like he fiending. Got his nose up all in my crack. Oh yeah. Right on. <laughs> We can all relate. I mean, we can all relate. Who, who hasn't been there? <laughs> I was there yesterday. Girl, you singing about that teen angst? We all been there. <laughs> <laughs> this is good stuff. I, I'm glad the kids are at least letting... At least, uh, is this somewhat heterosexual on some level? At least we're talking about oh. like men and women doing stuff together. We're, we're still on somewhat of a normal track there. You oh, know, I was yeah, a little no, worried she about our culture. is sucking his dick. All right. And he is... Li- I'm sorry. She is smoking on his pack. That's right. And he is uh, licking on that clit, making the pussy cream like a Russian cream. Oh, wow. Yeah. That must be some sort of drink they uh, they, uh, consume in the hood there. But that is uh, great stuff. I'd say that this is promising and very positive uh, when it comes to (laughs) we still have some element of heterosexual 
relations occurring amongst the youth, and not only that, but they're singing about it and having a good time and enjoying it. So maybe that means just maybe uh, we will continue procreating on some level in the future here. Yeah, but I don't think these are the people we want. You know, <laughs> video's rough. I uh, I can already see the video in my mind. I bet it's very rough. I feel uh, like they filmed else. it at that one uh, 7-Eleven when they were mugging it. Together. Oh, God. <laughs> There's all these just, like, girls twerking on cars. and, and That wow, is a new really phenomenon weird. that I, I've seen lots of videos coming out of Chicago, mostly where the cops show up and they try to bust people doing stuff, but then they come out to their cars and there's just, like, a, a gang of women twerking on the car, and they can't do anything about it. In front of the cops. And there's yeah, nothing like they can do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, it's great. How did this become a thing? Yeah. It's the one of the weirder things to start, you know, uh, happening in Chicago. I'm so glad you asked. Do you want to know why all this is happening, why the cops can't do anything? I can only assume it's because there are no more cops. <laughs> that would be my <laughs> first assumption you know because we did a whole movement for a year in that summer of love of 2020 <laughs> to defund all the police everywhere freak you're gonna love this clip and oh, i honestly yeah. i know what's coming and i'm already telling you, i don't know if i could go the whole clip this one is fantastic i am extra excited for this one when Evelyn O'Connor was randomly attacked along the Mag Mile last winter she called 911 but gave up on waiting for cops to come we waited quite a while, over 20 minutes, and at that point I just said I wanted to get home. Faced with an exodus of officers in recent years, we've reported similar stories about slow or no police response. Like it's a waiting line for service done by the police. It's just not right. It's not right. The city's inspector general set out to evaluate police response times, but ran into a wall. The IG found nearly half of the calls to 911 for police response did not include a response back <laughs> wow. with an officer's arrival time at a scene. Half. We cannot improve what we cannot measure. There's not enough data to know how long response times really... Okay, how do I know you're a Democrat? Because you just said half of the calls, we, nobody's, well, nobody's showing up to half the calls. Well, we can't fix it. We can't measure. Can't measure it, Frank. That's right. Science. Well, why not measure the response time on the 50 that you do show up to? Right. Right? Yes. I, I, I don't know. Does, does the plumber have to come do the math for you? Well, they, they have nobody to come to these calls. That's the whole deal. <laughs> oh, you defunded oh, the so police. Good. This gets so good, man. This gets really are across the universe of responses. Um, and so we can't meaningfully assess either the efficiency or the equity of CPD's emergency responses. Chicago has 1,600 fewer officers than it did before the pandemic, as we reported in January. Recently retired cops called it a critical shortage. What we really started to notice over the last few years is we, we just didn't have the manpower to man the beat cars. The lack of data doesn't mean there was no police response. The Office of Public Safety and Accountability found most high-priority calls, things like shootings, have a 6-12 to 12 minute response time, depending on where you are in the city. But as Evelyn O'Connor told us in January, long waits can lead to more victims. <laughs> and then he continued walking, and the further... I don't care about this bitch. So you, if, if you're a high-priority, like you get shot, don't worry, we'll be there in 12 minutes. Wow. 
Do you know what's so funny about this? I don't know if you know this because you live in a white neighborhood, but in Chicago, uh, for the lo- for the longest time, for pa- at least the past few years, the cops have been called twelve. Oh, because that's how much time I imagine you have to get away with your crime, right? Because the minute somebody calls the cops, you got twelve minutes. Wow. They and they would all, you know, like if you look, they all listen to the radar, or the, you know what I mean. And they say, like the minute the minute you hear the call come in, you got twelve minutes. Oh, that's that, so the, crazy. You know, the police scanner, you know, how you can hear the calls come in over the radio. Yes. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So like. It's not even like, oh, Frank called 911. It's like, okay, it's on the scanner. Now we got 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 minutes, for half, half, you know the time, long... half the time, though. <laughs> half the time. So, you know, you got to flip a coin whether or not they're going to show up. And if they do, it's 12 minutes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's, no, that's what we're no, forgetting no, here. No, no, half no, the time, no, 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 no. They're not even best showing case. up, man. Best, that's best case. They're not even there. That's best case if they get there, it's about 15 minutes, man. <laughs> That's insane. Dude, like, there was that old commercial where the joke was, uh, remember Jimmy John's? Where the, they called the fire department, and then they called Jimmy John's, and the Jimmy John's guys came with buckets of water faster than the, the fire Freaky department. fast, yeah. Freaky fast. That's now you don't right. even have to be freaky fast, but Jimmy John's, you're, you're better off calling Jimmy John's than the police. What? They're gonna be there. They're gonna be there faster. Yeah, I'll take a. Uh, what is it? I don't even. The little John. What is? It? No, little John's know. a rapper. Uh, <laughs> but when you're sitting there, all beat Tom. up and mugged, you know, at least you could eat a sub it, while you wait right. for the police that might not even show up. You could be maybe lucky, and the guy delivering your turkey, Tom, is also packing some heat, and uh, he could take down the thug <laughs> for you. For sure, and I can guarantee you one thing: he's an immigrant, so he's not a pussy like you. Uh, right. <laughs> he's probably a real man who could handle the situation. This reminds no, me. No, you can't even play the victim here. <clears throat> this is terrible, dude. Fifth, twelve, and you know this. I didn't even. I can't even listen to this. But they go out to talk about how it's a six to twelve minute spread, dude. That six to twelve minutes depends on where you are in the city. For sure. Absolutely, if, man. Cities. If you're in a good neighborhood, you're going to get six. Six minutes, though, is the best? <laughs> I guess, man. It's pretty impressive. Uh, I was reading an article the other day in NPR how there are towns who are so defunded for their police that they're just disbanding their police. And the article is about how that's actually a really good thing. Yes. Did you? Oh, my God. Yeah, Frank, because this... Police, they only had four guys, so they're just going to disband. And then three of them are going to get a job with the state police. And then the state police is just going to handle all these areas. Exactly. And then what happens when the dude from No Country for Old Men rolls through your town and starts blasting holes in the heads of the people who run your gas stations? And nobody's there to investigate it. And Tommy Lee Jones just had a heart attack because of COVID vaccine. Well, he had to be up to date with his booster shots. So, of course, yes, he's got the myocarditis <laughs> and the stroke, and he's dead. Is he still alive? Tommy Lee is uh, still alive. I think he's doing movies, yeah. I mean, most of these people, I was noticing another um, famous person, uh, someone that not famous to me, but famous in like uh, certain other worlds, uh, creative circles, but uh, 78 years old, and I was thinking about... Uh, Bob Barker, who died 99, and they put out this big article, big article, how he he conclusively died of 
Alzheimer's, right? And I, I give, yes, I give it to you. I'm sure Alzheimer's is what took him out and the vaccine maybe, but 99, <laughs> you're dying, right? When you're 99, you're dying soon. It's happening. So, uh, you know, anything took the guy out, but I was noticing all these celebrities lately, 70s, mid-70s. Uh, Bill Richardson, a uh, politician, died 76, I think. Um, yeah. Jimmy Buffett died 76 or 78. No, but somebody just died in their 50s. The Smash Mouth guy was only Smash Mouth guy was dying of a, a cancer or liver disease, I believe, that took him out uh, 56. But what I was thinking about is when we were talking about people dying from the vaccines, it was people in their 80s, and so it was really hard to kind of pin on the vaccines, you know, because when you're in your 80s, you're just in that zone, you know, uh, where the body's taking you out. And so, uh, but now we're hitting 70s. And the thread now is the celebrities in their 70s dying. And this is playing into the whole, well, the United States, uh, their life expectancy has kind of dropped about six to eight years in the last decade. (laughs) And yeah. Oh all, yeah! All of a Our sudden, expectancy went down. everybody that was in their 80s was dying last year, and now everyone in their 70s is starting to kick the bucket. And so it's you know maybe the effects of these vaccines are slowly starting to take a hold. And first it knocked out the older ones, right? And now it's hitting those in the 70s, and pretty soon we'll start seeing those who got their booster shots getting knocked out in the 60s and 50s, and so on and so forth. And and they're honestly saying. Across the board, especially in the UK, there's a lot of lot of data coming out of the UK where, you know, their excess mortality rate for people in their 30s and 40s is through the roof compared to other decades. Yeah. One thing and one thing only to blame <laughs> in my book. It's climate change. I think that's what we were all thinking. <laughs> did you uh did you see that thing with the uh about Biden's chances of dying? No. Just purely statistical. I did not see this. No, it was crazy. It's crazy. They had this. He was a life insurance guy, and it was like why you don't insure people. You know what I mean? Over a certain age and everything. For sure, yeah. And they went like they like they said like not even look at Biden. Don't even look at Biden. Just as a number, as an age, that age. He's eighty-one, right? Yes, he is eighty-one. Jeez, that's old, man. Yeah. Dude. So he said, if you just take any 81-year-old out there, there's about a 5% chance he's going to die within a year. Wow. That's one, that goes one out of 20. Wow. And it's, it's like, it makes sense. If you take, if you take 20 81-year-olds, one of them's going to die that year, in a year. Within a year? Then he goes, uh, if Biden wins... When he takes office, he'll be 82, 83. He's like, that's going to go up to something like 7% or something. I don't remember. All I know is he said, when he, by the time they're saying he's going to leave office, when you hit 86, you are now talking about 10%. Crazy. So one out of 10 86-year-olds are going to die in, within a year. Wow. And like, he had a great point. It's like, this is supposed to be the most powerful, most important man in our country. And we're about to vote for two. Donald Trump's not much better. He's sitting at three percent at his age. 
you know, me and you are like, le- we're, we're less than one. We need the age know? limits. I think that's pretty obvious. And uh, The most important guy, there's a 3% chance he's going to die. Come on. You see the poll numbers that came out today? Everybody was just losing their minds on CNN and all the other left-wing uh, news sites. How Biden is at like a 61% disapproval rating. And oh, yeah. Nobody wants I him know. to run because he's too old and senile, which he is. He has clearly dementia, and <laughs> they're obviously <laughs> using body doubles half the time that they're trotting out Joe Biden. You know, it's. Have you heard the uh, the IRA? I have not. No. Oh, you haven't heard IRA? No, man. For, I noticed it immediately this week. It's been like within the week, dude. Every every Democrat podcast, all the news. You no longer hear induction, uh, inflation reduction act. Oh, I forgot about that gem. They <laughs> yeah. loved that. Yes, that was their like tent pole item, like their whole. Well, now we don't talk about it, and when we do, it's the IRA. Uh, Are you talking about that yeah. uh, group in Ireland? Yeah. <laughs> IRA sounds like some creepy three-letter alphabet organization who's tapped my wires and you know is watching me watch porn. Oh, they're bomb. They're throwing car bombs out there, Frank. No, no, that's not. That's not the stupid bill we passed that just inflated. Yeah, it's. Oh man, I I heard an incredible thing about the Inflation Reduction Act. So one of the one of the craziest things about it is they put all this money out there to do like these green projects. Yes, it's very actually oriented towards stripping our freedoms and making us use electric stoves and have electric cars and it's it's a no, garbage don't bill. Even worry. don't even worry dude it's so funny so they a lot you know pro- these big projects they take a lot of time right oh yeah so let's say let's say they just pa- they passed a billion dollars right and they handed it out to all these projects right that's right man well all these projects now are trying to get started but it's been about a year <laughs> and it and everything is way more than it was when they put in the bids and everything. Oh, because of Biden, uh, Bidenomics. You get the because Biden. Of the infl- you get Biden inflation with Bidenomics. That's how it works. Cause see, because of the inflation, your act was supposed to reduce. Like now, these companies they can't start the projects, and there's not enough money. That's absolutely hilarious. So there's just not enough because Biden is such a crap president, and his administration has run this country into the ground. His stupid. <laughs> Retard green energy products can't projects can't get off the ground because they don't have enough money. You inflated, you inflated the economy so bad. Even your stupid inflation reduction act projects can't take off because the price is too inflated. And then the country will continue to heat, and uh, all the children will continue to die. (laughs) Well, now to the intense and record-breaking heat gripping major U.S. cities tonight across the South and all the way up to the East Coast to New England. 160 million Americans sweltered in temperatures in the 90s or above today. We get more now from CBS's Christina Ruffini. The 90s used to be called summer. I know, dude, I can't get... Right? I love this news item right here. This segment is chef's kiss beautiful. The way they talk about it, like, oh, it's the first... (laughs) What did kids do in, like, the 1800s, man? Like, what are you talking (laughs) about? They didn't even have, like, fans... They were just in this hot school learning, dude. Like, even, like, 1920s, they didn't have anything. Are you kidding me? 
1800s, they didn't even have paper to like fold it up to make that stupid little fan. Nothing. They, could, yeah. they, they were Nothing. writing on chalkboards and they were just sweating it out, man. And like, we, uh, it, I have to tell people, you know, the climate changes and weather goes through patterns. And there were times 200 years ago where it was hotter than it was now. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. I know. It's so wild, but it's true. was a time i just heard it uh the other day there was a time when there were no ice caps at all on earth and then the, there was a time where it was all ice oh yeah it's almost like right now we're just in a transitional period as we usually are i um, i saw a graph floating out there where it indicates we are on the verge actually and should be shortly in a geographical time scale transitioning back into another ice age which they say is the like not even joking that is far worse than any global warming could ever be yes i mean we should pray for a warmer earth not an ice age ice age kills everybody that is why it is so insane people support solar radiation management geoengineering any type of messing with the skies and blocking the sun to cool the earth is completely insane and, and nobody should i mean really we're one volcano away yes you know absolutely that is an absolute same oh yosemite right that could blast off and then well all of america's dead and the rest of the uh, planet will be covered in ash and you know cloud and uh well everybody will anybody get... that's anybody who survives starves to death because you can't grow anything but then you know what Greta Thunberg will get her nice, cool <laughs> Earth, right? She'll be nice and happy with the cool Earth. How dare you? And how many fucking moles in the prairie did you save then? Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that what we're doing all this for? I don't even know what we're... Like, when you talk about climate change and we need to save the... Like, save it for who? For what? Because humans are going to be fine. We'll adapt. No, it's a scam. It's a full-on scam, and a bunch of people on the left are making a ton of money off of it. And we're all getting played. That's what's happening. Yeah, that's all it is. All Joe it Biden is. even said it the other day in that little stupid speech he said about the... Uh, was it about the... I don't know if it was about the hurricane or the fire. When, I think it was, it was the hurricane. It's gotta like, be a hurricane. Proves, yeah. He's like, this proves I think nobody can deny climate change now. And this just proves we have a lot of work, and it's gonna take a lot more funding. Well, yeah. Funding for what? To line like, how their are pockets. You f- <laughs> how much funding do we need to stop hurricanes? You know? I know. It's so absurd. And uh, it's a beautiful lie, and they've been peddling it for generations. In fact, if you're old enough, you may remember back in the 70s when they were saying that we were doomed for an ice age if we didn't change our fossil f- fuel usage. <laughs> and then they flipped the script magically. They were like, well, no, no, if we don't stop uh, using fossil fuels, then we're going to all boil to death. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my acid rain. We, uh, yes, anyone who grew up in the 80s 
uh, we all remember being taught about our future where we must survive acid rain coming acid down rain. on us from the clouds, dude. Everybody saw the picture of the car in California <laughs> that had the acid rain on it. Acid rain. Where is the acid rain? You know where acid rain is? It's over there, uh, way, way over there in left field with the uh, bodies on the streets during COVID. They're hanging out together. <laughs> Never happening. Well, the only acid rain actually falls uh, uh, right onto the uh, airstrip where John Kerry's fleet of private jets, <laughs> fleet of private jets that he rents out to other rich people, takes off. It's, a, it's the Heinz uh, private jet corporation, Heinz. <laughs> All right. It's based on ketchup fortunes. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, he never owned a private jet. His wife. I can't get over that one. Oh, well, that one really bothers John Kerry is very upset right now because the kids, my man, the kids, they're sweating. It's already sweating the start of a new school year. <laughs> the heat hasn't helped. The fact that they aren't really prepared for these kinds of incidents is a little ridiculous. With the heat index... Stop right here. This just hit a fucking nerve. Because I... Can, dude, I... I have been working in sweltering heat. In these fucking building, these classrooms that don't have air conditioning. Yeah, man. A lot. We right? grew up in schools that didn't have central air, man. It's not like a. What are you? No, no. It's a big deal, man. No, no. I'm fighting for these kids because why do we have the millions of dollars to upgrade these fucking places for the immigrants, but we don't have the money to put air conditioning in the classroom for these kids? Great Come call, on. my man. You are right on the money. Absolutely, and it's probably why these parents Come are so on. pissed off. We, they spent half a million dollars just on the plumbing for one school so they can move in a thousand immigrants. That could have put in central air in an entire in one of these big schools. Well, we're going to do the migrants. I uh. have yet another clip of Mayor A Eric Adams in New York City oh. losing his mind. <laughs> he has broken the man... <laughs> He's a Republican. Right, I think he's a Republican. I'm telling you. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll finish let's, this. Let's, yeah. let's finish the kids. So this is DC, some kids at Forest Man Elementary are trying to learn their ABCs without AC. Luke was coming home sweaty. Hugh Barrett's five-year-old came home complaining about the heat and the noise from fans that didn't do much. Finally, after more than a week, temporary window units were installed. There are so many gaps for just basic services like air conditioning not being functional in places like schools where kids need to learn, teachers need to teach. Yes. But the hot weather is spelling trouble for schools across the country. There, there is absolutely no excuse. I, would, I literally will support uh, school choice, like school vouchers, just based on the fact we give so much fucking money to these public schools. Right? And every fucking year, all you fucking cunts in the teacher union protest for more fucking money, more funding, more of this, and we still don't have air conditioning? Come on, what are we spending this money on? Who is stealing the money? Is it that hot, though? Really? Oh, dude, you get up on that third floor? Dude, this one. I know, but one, I feel like that was Frank, part of I had being to ride a kid a as scene. part of the experience, man. The hot uh, school, yeah. And then you get out of get school. Get out of here, motherfucker. I went to the schools you went to. We had air conditioning. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like we had shitty air conditioning. I mean, it wasn't 60 degrees. I mean, dude, we had central air in our schools. Windsor was brand new. South was brand new. Prospect? Come on. 
Well, we, we all had central air. No, dude, I'm talking. We need these to are carry th- the allure are... that we grew up very poor, dirt poor, my man. So yeah, no AC I'm go- for I'm... us. Dude, I'm going to these schools where you walk in and you got to go like up half a flight of stairs just to the first floor, and then by the time you get up to that third floor, man, it is so hot. I'm telling you, I almost walked off a job. I can't imagine having to sit there and learn. Or there's teach. No How about teaching? <laughs> or teach or try to control these kids. Dude, there's no way you could concentrate on anything. All right, I support high. this movement then. I'm all in. Let's get the AC to the kids, baby. They need it, man. They're learning. They need it, dude. I, I honestly, I'm going to say I think that I would, I would put climate control right up there with the, you know, like they made that big deal about uh, breakfast and lunch. How yes. You can't learn on an empty stomach. Absolutely. I just think you can't learn when you're suffering. Good, it's hard to learn when you're point. suffering. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Brain takes a lot of energy. So when your body's dedicating that energy to, to trying to cool off or trying to, you know what I mean? Trying to hunt for food or trying to warm up. It's like the, you can't dedicate that energy to the brain, man. I, I'm all for the climate controlled schools. And Chicago, like a lot of these cities, man. You got a school. You got one school built for five thousand kids. It's got three hundred in it. Four blocks away, another one built for a thousand. It's got two hundred. Let's consolidate them all in the smaller school, and then dedicate all the resources to that school, so that way we right? can house all these migrants in the bigger one. Yeah, but don't give them AC. Fuck the <laughs> migrants, dude. You think where they came from, they had AC? I think we covered enough on the clip here of the school. We got to do the migrants then, right? It's. <laughs> The migrants thing, man, that's really hitting a nerve. Because I see it every day. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are going through in Chicago, here in Denver, and I'm down in Denver all the time. I, I'm i not seeing a lot of it. The homelessness is out of control, and I'm not too sure how much the migrancy is mixing with the homelessness. Well, here they're talking about building a tent city. <laughs> not even joking. That's, that, that is the worst final solution. <laughs> Because they need to get these guys, they need to get the migrants out of the uh, police station. So it's hitting critical mass at this point, and I believe Texas has proven proven their point, right? I don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Yeah, well, this was great. Well, this is what you get. I you know, assume when you declare yourself a sanctuary city, uh, you know these guys went out there publicly. Mayor Adams over here in Colorado, Jared Polis. Big sanctuary guy. You know, I recall Lori Lightfoot, the glory days of Beetlejuice. She was out there <laughs> declaring Chicago a sanctuary city. You know, you declare these things. These migrants, they don't not have TV. They, they, they don't have, you know, no access to these oh, clips, dude. Call. They see this and they think, oh, we're going to cross that border freely because the Biden administration opened it up for us. And oh, then no. we're going to march our way or take the free bus that's waiting for us. And it's going to take us to New York where we want to go. No, it's more important than that is you need to realize as a politician of America, when these people in other countries, they're taking you serious. Yes. They haven't real like they didn't grow up like we did, realizing you guys are clowns. You're all liars, and, n- and you're playing each other. You're all promising promising pizza every day and Taco Tuesday and Taco Thursday. Like we get it, dodgeball right. for PE. We know. But, but you gotta think when you're living in Venezuela under the control of MS13, you you've never even seen a pizza. But you imagine 
America is pizza every day. That's right. Joe Biden right? promised it every day. Right. <laughs> and we can just so that's right why over. you're going to go. And then you get here and you realize, oh, my God, these guys are terrible. <laughs> There's a clown show going on up here. And they see that this whole thing is run by Pete Buttigieg and Kamala Harris and that dude who wears a dress and makeup. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sick of these migrants, dude, because I keep seeing these interviews with them and shit, and they're just so ungrateful, and they don't want to do the jobs that we need them to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, the like, whole... Dude, you're not, <laughs> you don't migrate here and then take my job as a licensed plumber. You know? No, you're going to have to work in the kitchen. We need dishwashers. Coming from... Uh, individuals raised by immigrants, the immigrants were always... The ones who came over here and worked the uh, labor jobs, you know, uh, yeah, working the in the factories, factories doing yeah. the fast food, you know, working in the kitchens, the house cleaning, you know, that was the immigrant gig. And um, now the immigrants coming over illegally, these migrants, they don't want to fulfill that, you know, place in the hierarchy here in America. Yeah, they're complaining about the work that they're getting. It's crazy. That's crazy. You got to earn that ability to complain about the work you're doing and how underpaid Remember you back are. In the, back in the day, our uncle, we had uh, like three landscaping businesses in the family. They were paying workers $60 for the entire day. Yeah, cash. <laughs> That's right. We'll give you 60 bucks for the whole day. That's it. Uh, that was the so American dream, my man. Well, nowadays there is no such thing. And if you are living in New York and you voted for Eric Adams, keep in mind that there are clips going around now all over the internet of him dis- declaring New York a sanctuary city. Uh, he had done it many times. He did it in speeches. He did it on CNN and all these other places. Well, now Eric Adams is a broken, sad man. Uh, he has snapped. <laughs> He is completely snapped. <laughs> he has gone off the edge. And I, I think he's going to declare himself a Republican any minute now. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is fantastic. I can't believe we finally have someone speaking some truth. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. One time we were just getting Venezuela. Now we're getting Ecuador. Now we're getting Russian speaking coming through Mexico. Now we're getting uh, Western Africa. Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their. Sounds like you were okay with it until that Western Africa made an appearance. (laughs) You know, you got a little racist there halfway, uh, Mr. Adams. I don't know. Eric Adams might be the black face. Of white supremacy. <laughs> I noticed a shift in your tone when you went to West Africa there, my friend. <laughs> and those n- West Africans. <laughs> <laughs> there was a... Was that a stutter, sir? All right. I'll take your word on that one, but wow. Yeah, that was bad. No problem right. with the Russians. He, he cruised through Russians, but, you know, all right. Uh, yeah, you sure they're not Ukrainians? Because in that case, I agree with you. We need to stop this influx of migrants. <laughs> These fucking Ukrainians, dude. No respect. Listen, if you're walking down the sidewalk and I'm walking down the sidewalk, you get half, I get half. You don't own the fucking sidewalk. <laughs> right? 
If there's two of you, one of you gets behind the other, and you fucking give me half the sidewalk. You ignorant fucks. Just wear a shirt with a Nazi symbol on it, and they'll worship your ground and let you go, you know, freely. I don't want them to invite me to their parties. I fucking <laughs> hate right. them. I want them to talk to me as least little as possible. Ukrainians are Nazis. Don't forget. I'm through the southern part of the border and coming to New York City. And everyone is saying it's New York City's problem. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. We got a $12 billion deficit that we're going to have to cut. Every service <laughs> in this city is going to be impacted. Mike, where's the cops? Where are the cops? And so I say to you, as I turn it over to you, this is some, some of the most educated, some of the most knowledgeable, probably more of my commissioners and deputy commissioners and chiefs live in this community. So as you ask me a question about migrants, tell me what role you played. How many of you organized to stop what they're doing to us? How many of you were part you of You said the you're a sanctuary city, what they're doing to us? How many of you stood up when I declared this is sanctuary city? <laughs> <laughs> you should have stopped me. This guy stood on a podium and said, migrants, come here, please. Like an idiot. And they, they did. And now he's like, you got to stop. We're overloaded, man. This guy's an idiot. Everybody, we have plenty of room in New York City. Flash forward six months. A major. We have no more room in the city. <laughs> yes. You're right, dude. That clip doesn't even do it justice. Like, did you hear how calm he was in that clip? Yeah, man. And then now the clip you're playing, dude, this guy has lost his mind. No, Eric, right. I love this. I <laughs> He has snapped. The man has snapped. He's out of control because here's the thing. All the businesses left New York because of their insane draconian lockdown measures. Everybody left, and they're never coming back. And then... All of a sudden, to fill this void, this massive gap of empty stores and everything, these, this flood of migrants have come in, and nobody's there to open up a new restaurant. <laughs> well, the problem is they all sell the tamales out of their minivan. Well, no, nobody, none of these Venezuelans are opening Venezuelan shops. The Russians aren't, <laughs> you know? It, it, it's just it's funny to me that you would think that you would want these different cultures to move into a place that has been vacated so that way all of a sudden you get some new culture infused into the city. No, you do, but there's a way to do it right. Yeah, and like, this is and not no right. No one was explaining it to me, man. And I, and, I, and I gotta say, as hard as it was for our family to come in, that is the way to do it. Like, Nona couldn't come in until she was sponsored by somebody that was already here. Yeah, right? absolutely. So that way the government knew, okay, you come here, now this person's responsible for you. So you're, you're, at the very least, you're guaranteed a place to stay. And it's not on the government dime, you know? You got to earn it, and then you got to earn your stay. Did I talk about it on here, on where they get, when they got jobs? Possibly. I can't even remember now, actually, but... But I really had to ask Noah, because, dude, some of these migrants, you see them on these interviews, and they're like, hey, I've been living in this police station for four weeks. You're right. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Within the first week, both had jobs. Of course. 
And then within, I think they said within three, two, within two weeks, they were in their own apartment. Well, there's there's like parts to this equation currently that make no sense to everybody observing it, which is nobody can find any, anyone to work, and we have all these migrants, and we have nowhere to house them because they don't have jobs. No, no, but that's what Nona was saying. What's the disconnect the here? No, no, that's what she, that's the disconnect is the sponsorship. That's exactly what she was saying. So she came. The reason they had a job within a week is because uh, Nona went to go work where his brother was working. That's right. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. And then like Nona went to go work where her cousin was working. So it's like it they had people here already that got them that were able to get them the job. And then that's, they were able to help them find a place, you know? Which is it's why like, legal that's... immigration was a great thing for this country, because it ensured that we had people coming in and contributing to society contributing. and making a yes. place. Yes. Because legal immigration allowed a path for people to come in, and really the government didn't have to do anything except verify you weren't a piece of shit. Yes. That's right. It It wasn't our job to house you, to fucking clothe you, to feed you. No, no. We checked to see if you're a piece of shit. No. Okay. You got somewhere to go. Okay. Go. (laughs) That that's how it should be, right? we just have this flood of people coming in and they've just been bust all over the country. And what, what's crazy is, you know, we're talking nationally about what's going on in New York and Eric Adams is absolutely losing his mind and going bonkers over this, but we really aren't getting a full scope of what the situation is like at the border. And it must be far worse for Texas. They, they must be totally overrun uh, in ways that, you know, it, well, again, it's so bad that m- Mayor Adams in New York is losing his mind. That's how overrun it is. I know. Think about how many people they can't fit on the bus. That's my point. Is like at the bus station, think of the overwhelming amount of people there. And we're sending so many buses to New York that they're pleading for help to the national government. And we just started. It just started. This is a disaster. This has been going on for years. It was good under Trump, right? But every time a Democrat president takes over, you guys just open this border. Yeah, congratulations. You reap what you sow. And shall we continue yeah. down I this epic it. meltdown? I, I, I enjoy it, too. You know, I, I just think... Nothing um, better than a grown man crying. <laughs> over, especially over a situation. It's, it's, it's he, milk he, he you spilled on purpose. No, this is your thing. You asked for the... I told you, milk. don't tip over the gallon of milk. And you looked at me with the smirk on your face and you tipped over the gallon of milk and now you're crying about the spilled milk. I just can't get over the fact that these people said we're a sanctuary city and now we need federal help because we're overrun, man. We can't handle it. It's oh, control. when I said sanctuary, I thought I'd get a couple humpbacks. I don't know. I'd throw them in a bell tower. What's going on? That's exactly it. I thought I know I'd get ten thousand migrants that need housing and food. They all thought they'd get more votes in the next election. That's what it all came down to: is winning some votes, and uh, people take them seriously and they don't realize it. This idiot. Here we uh, go. Note, note, note to self: next time I declare sanctuary city, only till the next election. <laughs> That's right. You got to put a timeline on that shit. Yeah. You know. 
Exactly, man. <laughs> well, you know what's going to happen? Again, I, I smell a dude flipping party soon. Uh, he, he's essentially in this clip becoming a Republican in midstream. It's incredible. <laughs> I love it. So as you ask me a question about migrants, tell me what role you played. How many of you organized to stop what they're doing to us? How many of Aren't you, you the mayor? were part of the movement? To... Yes, you're the leader. You're like, supposed what to. What did I do? I voted for you to so, do something as the mayor. Your your job is to organize this shit, man. No, 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 Mayor Adams. Let me tell you how this works. I, as the citizen, my job is to vote. Your job is to do something about the fucking influx of migrants. It's funny. Right? I I was thinking about the other day when Biden was on the trail. And it went viral briefly. Uh, he got into a verbal altercation with um, a blue-collar worker who said to Biden, you work for me. And Biden got, like, in his face. Do you remember this? I and, like, see it, no. And he was like, what'd you say, Jack? You know, like, what'd you call me? Oh, uh, no, he called him Jack. He called him Jack, dude. <laughs> I swear on this. This was a, this was a real thing. Did he thing. get the knife off the rain barrel? He took the razor blade off the rain barrel, and he was uh, ready to go after him. Uh, and so, uh, no, it, it was it's an um, it was an old. I swear, it was floating out there for a while, and the guy stood his ground. And he's like, "Yeah, you work for me." Like, and Biden and these assholes in D.C. have forgotten that that's the truth right there. You work for us, and if we don't like your job, you're fired. Right, no, no, if I vote for Eric Adams to be mayor, right, but then something like this huge influx of migrants happen, and I gotta be like, holy shit, we gotta do something. Hey, Frank, why don't you start a protest? You know what I mean? Well, if I gotta turn to Frank, why don't I just elect Frank to be mayor? And, and you all should, please. I would run Denver better than anyone who's ran Denver. I guarantee you. I will fix oh, the... I I'll start with the roads. I'll just fix the roads first, and then I'll bring in a bus and bring take all the homeless and ship them over to uh, Mayor Adams in New York. He'll love it. That would be hilarious. It's <laughs> my program. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go, man. Sorry, we can't get more than three 40 seconds. more seconds of lunacy. It'll be fantastic. Say... We're seeing what this mayor is trying to do, and they're destroying New York City. It's going to come to your neighborhoods. All of us are going to be impacted by this. I said it last year when we had 15,000. And I'm telling you now, with 110,000, the city we knew, we're about to lose. And we're all in this together. All of us. Staten Island said, send them out to Manhattan. Manhattan is saying, send them out to Queens. Queens is saying, send them out to Brooklyn. No. Yeah, let's kick that can. Game we can play. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's the de that should be the Democratic policy. Like, they're slowly Kicking the can. Kicking the can. Absolutely. Adams, uh, wow. The man, has, uh, he's broken. He can't Ooh. do it anymore. He, he's begging for help from anyone and everyone. He's asking... I don't know who he's talking to, really asking them to organize. Like, you're right. It's your <laughs> job as mayor to organize, to set up stuff, to allocate funds. That's the mayor's job. Well, here's the problem, right? As mayor, all he can do is really take your complaints and bring them up the chain. But everybody up that chain is a Democrat. So he has to turn around and just blame you for the problems. Because it can't be the Democrats. It's you. 
Well, you should be protesting. Have you heard a clip yet of Mayor Adams saying on TV publicly to the world, New York is no longer a sanctuary city? No, he can't. He can't. How he insane can't. is that? He's, he's dying over there, and all he wants to do is go on TV and say, we are not a sanctuary city, but he can't take it back. None of them can. Okay. No, they're they, they're bluffing. It's crazy to me. Greg Abbott called them on their bluff. Greg Abbott, the uh, sensational one-armed pitcher from the Atlanta Braves. Oh, who's the guy in Texas? Oh yeah, no, that's Greg Abbott. Yeah, sorry, we've already <laughs> Jim Abbott. <clears throat> that's right. Speaking of a hey, man, fucking uh, Cubs, dude, this late in the season, the Cubbies are rocking aren't... a. F- Oh, they are on a roll. I think they are absolutely in the wild card. They have still a shot to take first. Quote from the news, they have further solidified their spot. and They got the wild card for sure, dude. They're going in the playoffs. They are absolutely in the playoffs. I called it at the beginning of the season. I have proof on the podcast. I believe Mike even wrote it down somewhere. And uh, not only that. Just so you know, the only reason I know how to clip clips is because the first thing I did, I like bought a soundboard, bought a new computer. <laughs> I did all of that just so I could c- clip Frank saying the Cubs are going to win the World Series. Yeah, man. <laughs> so they, I was looking at it today, and the Braves, they have some kind of, uh, they're, they're faltering a little. They got some key injuries taking place. And the Dodgers have had some serious issues we discussed. They had a pitcher get arrested and some other key injuries. And so if you look at it, the Cubs, and I'm going to double down here, folks. I believe the Cubs have a legitimate shot to get to the World Series this year. I'm saying it right now. If you look at the playoff picture, the route they would take the Phillies did the same thing last year. The Phillies were a wild card team, and they made it to the World Series. They lost, but they made it to the World Series. <clears throat> I'm telling you, I think the Cubs can do the same path. I think they can do the same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I love how you. I don't you're, think they'll make it out of the wild card. I like how you're you're giving me a meh and naysaying after I kind of called this eight months ago or whatever. It was. Yeah, you said World Series. <laughs> You said over the Yankees in six. Well, the Yankees ended up being one of the, like, a really crappy team, and they're not even in the playoffs. Well, you lost that one already. Thanks. All right. Well, I. What a loser. (laughs) (laughs) How could you not predict the World Series nine months out? I have a new prediction. (laughs) I think it's going to be Cubs Orioles. I just looked. The best part is you made the prediction in December. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> December twenty seventh is when wow, you made that prediction. Because <laughs> we were actually talking about the Bears. Yes, and the Bears too. Uh, I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. No, uh, no, they're not good. But you can call me Sports Tradamus if you'd like. No doubt about it. Uh, uh, that's really funny. No, so um. I uh, I'm going to the Cubs game on Monday. It's supposed to uh, looks like it's supposed to rain and become trailed, but we're still gonna go and check it out. I'm really excited. Uh, they're playing the Rockies, the worst team in the uh, National League officially. Nice. Yes. Nice. 
So I'm just excited to see the Cubbies on their march forward to the playoffs. So it'll be fun to cheer them on and uh, have they're a on good like time. What a, they're on a four-game winning streak, five-game? <clears throat> they have just had a fantastic month of baseball where they've really kind of pushed forward and not only solidified their role in the wild card, but they got a shot, man. I'm telling you. Uh, at the uh, playoffs. And speaking of shots, I think we could squeeze it in. Can we do it? Should we do it? It's the boosters. Boosters? Oh, uh, you always got time. Get you your, always got time for your boost, Get Frank. your boost! <laughs> you may have noticed cases of COVID are ticking up again. NBC News has learned that Nobody new noticed. vaccine booster shots could... That's my favorite. I love this opening. Nobody is talking about COVID, man. They're Nobody trying. noticed except you assholes who are clearly Democrats reporting the news. And we already played Alex Jones saying you guys are going to do this two or three weeks ago. So that's kind of <laughs> funny. It's really funny. It kind of, yeah. It's it funny. Really took... Well, you're seeing it play out in real time. Yeah. That's amazing. It kind of t- took away their surprise. You know what I mean? He took all the fun out of it. Uh, good for him. I'm glad he did it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Be available next week after CDC approval, even as many have put COVID in the rearview mirror. Here's oh my Thomas God, do you Stella. think they're going to approve it? They're going <laughs> to. The American seniors are in Ireland to soak in Irish music. They got the music, but six out of 20 also got COVID. I didn't want to spend my whole vacation wearing a mask in Ireland. You can't sing along with a band with a mask on. Frances Foster's third (laughs) bout with COVID is milder, but she's isolating in a Dublin hotel room. I had a bad day yesterday. Today I seem better. New cases are popping up around the world and across the U.S., including First Lady Dr. Jill Biden. President Biden criticized for removing his mask while awarding the Medal of Honor to an 81-year-old veteran. After 150,000 <laughs> hospitalizations in January. But isn't he 81? Are we not doing the math here? So I, I, so I, do, I know. He's, he was older than the World War. The world, the war it was so embarrassing. I don't, I don't know who I felt worse for. You know what I mean? All I know is there was four hips. I didn't know which one was going to break first. They were you all know? fake. They were all fake. There's no doubt oh, about yeah, it. For sure. 6,300 in June. The CDC reports hospitalizations are rising again. More than 17,000 as of August 26th. Far below pandemic levels, but a reminder, say experts, COVID may be here to stay. The sickest COVID patients are certainly older, immunocompromised. They have primary pulmonary disease like emphysema and and the unvaccinated. But the country remains divided over masks. (laughs) Okay, so unvaccinated is equivalent to emphysema 80-year-old. That's what you're telling me right now? So you're 82, you probably smoke for 50 years, and you have emphysema. You know what the worst part is? Unvaccinated. That's the number one side. The number one killer. Being unvaccinated. <laughs> unvaccinated. What a fucking crock, man. That's incredible. <laughs> How do they stick that in there? That's like actually statistically a lie. <laughs> from a data perspective, from a scientific perspective, that is a lie that they just said right there. Oh, uh, in this, in this ward of people that are dying from COVID, yeah, everybody in here is 80 years old with emphysema, but the ones that are unvaccinated are going to die first. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? The first one's dead, unvaccinated. (laughs) Everybody looks the same, but the unvaccinated have diarrhea. (laughs) 
Seems like we always have a chance to save them all, except for the unvaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? There's no way that's true. There's no way. Like, it's, it's, what's true is just from a data perspective, from analyzing data like in the UK, the UK actually reports it versus the US, the, the excess mortality rate from people uh, from who are, are going into the hospitals with COVID, those who have the vaccine are outdying the unvaccinated. It's just the statistical truth. It's insane. No, no. Statistically speaking, best case scenario, the vaccine did nothing. Yes. That is a best case scenario. It did nothing. So. No, best case scenario is you got Justin Bieber. That's the best case. <laughs> no. The worst case <laughs> is you got Bob Sagitted. Yeah, that's ter- that's Sagitted. the one that you can't lie. Dude, Bob Sagitted. Sagitted. Uh, yeah. uh, what is it? Uh, DMX. DMX, man. Everybody forgets about DMX. Rough Rider, baby. Dude, 56, and he gets a heart attack, and they're like, oh, cocaine, all uh, right? Fentanyl. That's crazy. It's like, really? He seems really young for really? a guy. To- <laughs> Did you know he was black? <laughs> <laughs> they have heart problems in the black community. I don't know. Like, what? Man, that first know, right. string of comedians and musicians <clears throat> who died in 2021, 2022, following the first two rounds of the vaccine were crazy. And Andy? Was, Remember the fat Andy guy? No. Nope. Uh, it was um, Louis C.K. Louis Anderson. Or Louis Anderson. Just yeah. so many people died, and nobody could talk about it nobody and then here we are now and what do we have going on well we have uh the 18 year olds with the myocarditis uh brawny james having a cardiac arrest while playing basketball like i mean everybody just believed bob saget fell down fell back into his bed hit his head on the headboard and died yeah he had a stroke from the hit yeah it's so crazy man it's just not What? what happened he obviously died from the vaccine. A lot of these people did. Well, the whole thing is, I don't know what happened. That's why now any conspiracy could be plausible. Because I don't, you guys have refused to tell me what, you know what I mean? You're refu- you guys are clearly lying about a lot of shit. And that's what makes it seem like Alex Jones is the smartest man alive right now. Well, 2022 you know? was the year that everybody died. All the celebrities died, and we've yeah. all forgotten at this point, but a lot of them uh, croaked. Not 2020. Nobody died in 2020, the year of the great pandemic. Nobody died. That's right. We always forget. Who's the one celebrity that died of COVID? Uh, yeah, nobody the, remembers. The politician guy. See, the, exactly. There it is. Who's Becky's Becky Stan guy? Nobody uh, remembers, man. Oh, his name it was Beck Uzbekistan. Remember uh, <laughs> the black guy with the glasses. <laughs> See what I'm saying? He ran, Name me one he person. Ran, Maybe one he ran celebrity. for president, Frank. <laughs> Name me one celebrity. Herman Cain. <laughs>